0: Now, bros, we haven't done this for a while, but I was thinking, let's do a bit of a rap. What do you say, mate? Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> I was expecting you to start. Ah, oh, love. <laughs> I was just so thrown
0: off by your... By your oh, God. My God. everybody and welcome to the House of Mario, the South Australian Nintendo podcast that is backed by a 120 Power Star rating. I'm your host Drew Agnew and the doors to episode 184 are open this week on the show. i got no idea what we're talking about. Bryce has organised the news for this
1: week. So I've actually got no idea. Bryce, what are we, what are we talking about this week? Uh, this week we've got uh, some... Just news on Hyrule Warriors: Edge of Calamity, Calamity, uh, Pokemon <laughs> Snap, you know, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. some sales news, Ooh. Uh, a Monster Hunter event news, oh, uh, and yeah, charts news. Yeah, wow, yeah, cool. yeah, some some decent oh, stuff. Sh- she's a banger this week, bros. Not a lot going on this week. Not a lot of news going you on. Know, I, I could yeah. have opened up more news articles. I'm like, but is is that really? Does that mm. really matter? Like, I'm like, yeah, okay, maybe we can cut that out. At yeah. the end of the day, does. What matters, what does matter no, to no, our yeah. day-to-day lives? Well, certainly not very small tidbits of Nintendo news mm. that uh, have no relevance. Oh, well. That's what I've decided today. Well, fair enough. So, yeah, yeah, I yeah, hope yeah. we
0: have some genuine banter here to at least fill the gaps. Oh, we do, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We'll talk about some Pokemon Snap today at the end. Uh, if Reggie doesn't get bored. Oh, know. No, Reggie won't get bored. He loves he loves it here. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he does. Bit of a mini holiday for him. Mm. It was a two-year holiday. Been here for a while. <laughs> I assume he doesn't want to go home. Well, he does mm. have a family and kids, you know. Would have thought he would have wanted to, but... Don't. Yeah, there's there's options. There's
0: Skype. There's lots of uh, sort of <laughs> methods. Pandemic, of... everybody. We're living in it. Yeah, that's right. you got to... Yeah, I don't
1: know. Anyway, <laughs> Bryce, it's nice to have you back. You've been away for a couple of weeks. You've been yeah, on... Yeah, shit's just not aligned. No. It was, has it really? And then, like, you've had a, had a couple options with... Uh, the two last guests that you've had and yeah. stuff so that i suppose it sort of worked out all right anyway yeah yeah which is good
0: i am um, i had a lot of fun having ash and buddy on the show yes. having a
1: bit of a discussion about their gaming uh, backgrounds and all that yeah thank you very much to both both of you ash and buddy for uh jumping on very much appreciate it very much very much yeah
0: yeah so i guess a little bit of housekeeping before we jump into things uh I think this Friday of the week of this episode going up, I am on the uh, We the Gamercast with Sean Capri podcast, where we sort of just talk about um, all, all sorts of things, like basically uh, background behind this podcast, and just it's just general banter. It's a uh, Sean is a fantastic podcast host, and it was uh, it was really weird because we just like jumped into a Skype call and just started talking, and that was that's the episode. There wasn't any like a Let's start recording. Whatever so it was, really great and really since, genuine. Yeah, and, yeah. Since, and since I like I've been listening to him for about two two or three years, and he's been listening to our podcast for the last couple of months or so. It was really weird because we just started talking like we we've done it before, but I've never talked to him in my life. No, it's like, it's like a really apart from
1: text, but that's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah of course. So yeah. it was just like a really kind of um, awesome moment to actually get to. Have a bit of a discussion with him. I think. Mm. Um, I think you know that probably inlays a lot. He he um, was obviously very close to friend of the show, Bobby Pauls. Yeah, and of um, you know, I th- I think that probably makes things a bit easier. You guys having sort of a mutual talking point of like, you know, you've you've had a discussion with each other's friend, I suppose. And you know, if he, something something about Bobby just brought people together like that, I suppose. Mm. You know, then there was, yeah. Which reminds me, actually, it was uh, two months. I think it was yesterday. Yeah, so two month anniversary. Mm. Mm. But hope everybody's doing well now, and you know, obviously, never be forgotten and everything. But um, yeah, so to those uh, to those majorly affected, love you,
0: love you very much.
1: Exactly. Yes. Yeah, and so yeah, go and check out where the GamerCast
0: on podcast services. Even if you. are you know, don't want to li- hear me. There's plenty of other guests Sean's had over the last five or six years. So definitely go and check that out. Leave them a review, all that type of stuff. Speaking of re- reviews, Bryce, second week in a row. Here we are with a new Apple podcast review. Oh, my God. And oh, my holy moly guacamole. It is so exciting. I like guac. Guac's pretty good. I don't mind guac at all. So it's a, it's two sentences here, Bryce. It's a short, but it's to the point. And, you know, that is exactly what this podcast isn't. We're not short or to the point.
1: Yeah, we're not Definitely not short. No, I'm pretty tall.
0: <laughs> oh, you've got me laughing here, Bryce. So, right. uh, the title of the review is "Banger," so look at that, Bryce. We're a banger right out the start. Five, oh, yeah. five stars, and it reads, "Great pod boys, love to perspective. Keep pounding the Kraken and Coke. Cheers." So, Bryce, are we pounding Kraken and Coke this uh, this week? No, not this week. No, you've got a iced chocolate. I've actually got to go soccer training after this podcast. I'm not going to smash any uh, alcoholic beverages. There is, um, there there is, there is one over there, there if you'd like that one, Bryce.
1: Uh, you know what? I'm considering it. you considering good. it? Yeah. Well, You know what? All right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Bryce
0: is going to pound it uh, just for you. I'm moving. So uh, the last couple of weeks, we have sort of established that the Apple podcast review, they can auto-generate your name if you don't put in the username. Um, so whether this is the real username or not, I'm not quite sure. Uh, but it's a Jola Rose 15. That sounds, that sounds more of a legit one than ones we've had in the past. And they're from Canada, Bryce. Oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. They're looking after us here at the house tomorrow. Thank you very much for the review. Thank you, eh? And remember, if you guys out there have not left us an Apple Podcast review, go over there, leave us a review. Five stars definitely helps out the show. Supposedly. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't. Mm. I think it does. I mean, how can, at least we can read it and go, oh, that's nice. We're a banger. hmm. We're a banger. Yeah, well, there you go. A banger. A banger with a Kraken and Coke. Ooh, mm. now, nice. yep, you uh, pound that Kraken and Coke.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not, <laughs> not going to do that. I'll take it slow today.
0: Yeah, they, they say keep pounding the Kraken and Coke. Oh, that sounds a bit...
1: I do want to crack it. Yeah, mm. give it a really good crack. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I, I say we crack Kraken around here. We don't pound Kraken. Well, pounding a Kraken seems more beneficial, you know, taking one less... Uh, what do they call it? Mm. What's Br- the word for it? I can't remember now. Under the same, mm. under the same banner as like Godzilla and stuff, there was like, there's like a name. There's a name. There's a name out there. There's a name mm. That, mm. That, that, that. Oh
0: God! I don't know. I don't even know where your brain's trying to reach. Oh, so.
1: there's. they sit under a category, right? Like they actually have like a name that all these gigantic monster-type beings fall under, but I can't remember it for the life of me. Yeah, I'm not sure, sorry. At all. God, now that's going to bug me. Thanks, Drew. Uh, well, it's all your fault. We, we, can, we can ask Siri here. So, um,
0: hey, Siri, what is Godzilla classified as? Okay, I found this on the web. Okay. What is Godzilla classified as? Check it out. Alright, so within context Japanese, Godzilla's exact origins were varying. How much is Guide to Godzilla? Yeah, I don't know if we're gonna get the
1: answer that quick. It's not that important. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't
0: matter. It's not, but yeah, it's
1: gonna bug me. Oh well. Oh well. I guess I'll just suffer again. Hmm. Bugger. Bugger. Mm. So Bryce, as far as uh, what we've been up to, you've been playing many
0: video games on the Nintendo Switch variety of console, or have you uh
1: been uh, living in fairyland no, i've been living in fairyland fairyland oh um, how's fairyland man <laughs> pretty good no i uh i've been uh finishing up my wii u that's pretty much as nintendo related as it gets so um yeah i finished that up this week apart from you know a very big downfall in oh no my kids have erased my portable hard drive oh, so i had to start that all over again yeah brass i told you shouldn't have had them uh well yeah okay <laughs> All right. I never told you that, no. <laughs> just, just, yeah, you know, uh, not the parental controls and like having them on, you know, the, the responsible thing. Just don't have the kids. <laughs> you, got, you got to save that Wii U. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the console out of Nintendo's library that probably needs the least amount of saving. Yeah, no, it's just so good. No one needs to save it. <laughs> it just speaks for itself. I, I meant more that it's sunk to the bottom of the ocean for most people, I think. I know, I know. Anyway, so... You finish hacking it, yep. You're you're a naughty boy. I'm a naughty boy. Naughty
0: boy. Slap on the wrist. Mm. Slap on the chin.
1: I think it's fun to investigate these things, though. Like it, it, it's it's definitely like, you know, obviously you should always support developers first and all that stuff. And pirating is a no-no, and mm-hmm. all that mm. stuff. Like that, and that's all very important information to know when you are going into doing the hacking. But, um. You know, it is it is very important to uh, sort of, I guess, get an understanding of what you're doing um, when it comes to the thing and what potentials it can open up for you and what it can create. And, you know, it's definitely not something that you jump in with a mindset of like, I'm going to do this and I'm just going to have every game ever. Like, it doesn't really you know, happen like that. Yeah, because you said the Wii U has like a- It has a game limit. has a game limit. That's crazy. Yeah, it's uh, 298, I believe. It's not even that much. No, not realistically. Basically, it's enough to- It's enough for the Wii U, but- It's enough to, <laughs> to maximize all screen panels and fill them. Right. And then it goes, well, you're going to have to delete some games if you want. Like, you can install them, but they won't pop up unless you delete things. That's so weird. Yeah, yeah. Does like does the Switch or the PS4 or anything else do that? Like that's a, I have no idea to be honest. Yeah, it's just
0: a weird sort of rule. Like if someone's like if someone's buying like on me on Switch, I'll very likely hit that goal yeah. goal like eventually if not already. I don't know how many games I have.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty weird. Mm. It's pretty strange. But you know, uh, that being said, um, I did I did hit that game limit and I had to sort of bring it back a bit and what have you. But now I've got like all these games that I remember as a kid and, you know, games I played throughout the years on the console and, you know, some, some ROM hacks just for fun and, you know, yep. just, just, just the cool things. So I'm interested to know what are some of the, the big games you've
0: got on there that you're excited to play that you wouldn't have access to say on the switch. And uh, what are some of these ROM hacks you've got loaded on there? Because that's some of the more interesting stuff that you don't just don't have access to on the normal hardware
1: yeah cool so um stuff like pandora's tower i think mm. and i i i don't think i've pulled it up yet but the last story oh yeah yeah you those, know th- those are all games yeah. that we've lost access to over the years and don't really have you know it, it's it's not like xenoblade yeah, i think, I think, I, think it, the, I think the last story was available on on where you shot yeah i'm the, not sure i'll have to have a look i think one of them was um, Zenoblade definitely is. Of course, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not too sure. But yeah, stuff like that is uh, good. But I think the other thing was is just sort of getting, like, i got Guitar Hero back and all that because obviously I've got your guitar still. Um, oh, you do? Yeah. yeah. A bit, so. <laughs> completely forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sitting at home. So I've been jamming out to some Guitar Hero, which is nice. And, you know, that that's stuff I otherwise wouldn't have ex- access to anymore because, you know, the Wii is quite old and decrepit and... <laughs> you know, it, it, it doesn't work like it used to anymore and stuff like that. <laughs> I've uh, still got the discs floating there somewhere for both World Tour and Guitar Hero 3, but I'm not sure where they've oh, gone. Those are some memories, aren't uh, they? Those are some yeah, some good games in general. Like, you know, so, you know, having stuff like that was good. And then just um, like Blade Chronicles X and, and stuff, I've sort of just put that on the hard drive um, because, you know, I, I wanted to be able to... I did play it back in back in when my Wii U I, because I've got two Wii U's I've got a you know one that's non and one that is um on my non which is my original console I played it all the way through and it was nice and everything like that but I didn't have the um like the nice updates installed because it's it, it's too beefy and takes up too much room right but now that I've got like a portable hard drive attached to it and all of it sort of just installed on the drive like it, it is it is a good opportunity to go back and play that again um but, yeah, I, I think I think it's mostly going back to stuff on the Wii that I could never really find the time for, you know? Um, so, the, pen, again, Pandora's Tower, last story. Uh, Mario Galaxy 2, which I only ever got through, like, a tiny portion of. Yes, sue me. <laughs> um, You'll see my lawyers never. <laughs> uh, I just, yeah, I, after after 100%ing the first one, I couldn't bring myself to do it, and it was just... Yeah. a bit much, I think. A bit much for a Pro yeah uh, But then um, on the ROM ROM hacks side of things, I don't have a hell of a lot on there at the moment. But um, a lot of it, uh, there, there is a few of a uh, few games that are just like Pokemon ROM hacks and stuff like that that add sort of extra difficulty and new content and just fun stuff, I guess. Um, but then I've also got um, some uh, classic fan favorites, uh, you know, like uh, Waluigi's Taco Stand. See, what is that game? You sent me a screenshot just off like, the, the title screen. What is Waluigi's taco stand? What do you do in Waluigi's taco stand? So it's actually na- like you open up the game, you start it, and it's narrated at the start. It's like, oh, look, it's Waluigi. What's he doing? And he's like kicking a slot machine. Yeah. He's like, oh, no, it looks like he's lost all his money on the slots. <laughs> and then he goes home. And then uh, a Cooper comes up to him. It's like you owe like you 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 owe rent money. And It's just like I know you're down on your luck. So how about you work at my taco stand? <laughs> so. Well, basically, what it is is while Luigi is forced to run a taco stand, you get orders from like minions and and stuff like that, and then you have to go to the taco fields and collect the ingredients to make tacos. The taco
0: fields. The taco fields. Yes. Mm, so, what ingredients do you get from a taco field?
1: Uh, do you just get the mints, bacon, cheese, mints, uh, taco shells, and yeah, mushrooms. I guess. You know, yeah, yeah, it is it is just it is just fun stupidity for fun stupidity's uh, sake Right. Yeah. Yeah, well, you never would have believed me if I didn't tell you it was an actual thing. I would have believed you. This, I'm sure there's plenty of Wario and <laughs> Waluigi just uh trite out there. Oh the the, the the uh the Super Mario Super Mario sixty four uh Trump wall. Like I haven't got that on there <laughs> <Fuck> but <hell. laughs> You got to like it's like one level. It's one level. One big level. Just keep running along a wall. And you just got to climb up a wall. Yeah. It's like, you know, stupid shit like that. You know, it's just fun to play. And you know, I probably wouldn't play it otherwise unless I sort of could just easily open it and get it yeah. on the TV. So, while Luigi's taco stand, like what's that running off of? Is that like is that someone
0: is that something someone made like specifically for Wii U or is this no, like it's a sixty-four 64- Super
1: Mario sixty-four hack? Right, gotcha. Yes. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> and then you got stuff like a Super Mario, uh, Super Mario sixty-four Odyssey, where you can you know do the Odyssey thing, but in Mario sixty-four. And uh, then you've got mm, there's one that I want to touch on, but I haven't opened it, op- opened it yet, uh, or at least gotten it to work. I'm not really sure. Um how far because i'm pretty sure i opened it and it didn't work it froze my console and then i closed it again and i never tried it again but uh zelda's eternal youth which is like Hmm. sort of like an after story uh that somebody made that's sort of uh it's it's got a hard mode to it so you've only got one heart and you know you you've got to sort of go through and finish it oh you like chasing the fountain of youth sort of thing. So yeah, um, you know, there's that as well. Uh, but mostly at the moment, yeah, it is just uh Pokemon hacks, some Nintendo 64 hacks and sort of going off there which is nice. Yeah. That sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. I'm looking forward to find more. Yeah.
0: Um I actually I um last night I sent you a photo Bryce, but last night we got a brand new sort of TV cabinet, so I could we needed like a tall one so I could fit the I, I was not going to set up the Xbox uh, What's it called? Series X and PS5 on the side. I was not going to do it. No. So I, I I had the PS5 just in my office where we record the podcast just on a little monitor. But we finally got a new TV cabinet. So I put them vertically. I'm like, oh, yes, very nice. And um, I, I sort of like unhooked everything and put the switch. And I'm like thinking to myself, all right. So the Wii U, my Wii U hasn't been disconnected the whole time. Like do I put the Wii U, do I hook it up? Because, you know, it is a bit of a... Uh, takes a bit of room because you need the the, the gamepad dock. You need the big brick at the back. You know, it takes up a little bit of room even though it's a pretty small console, especially compared to my other two. Holy shit, the Wii is small. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I, I opted to uh, keep it in there. Yeah. And uh, ultimately, I don't know how many times I'm going to play it. I don't have Waluigi's bloody taco stand on it. <laughs> I don't have access to uh, great content like that on there. But I think there's just like... There's a couple of... Um, there's only like a handful of games that haven't really made their way to um, Switch, and like there's a couple that have, but I'm not going to pay again. Like I want to uh, eventually, I want to uh, get through Pikmin 3 and uh, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Um, they're two games like I got like I don't know probably like halfway through, like not that far at all. So I'm like I do want to play these eventually, and as well as like as Wind Waker, that's always an option to go back and. Play it on the gamepad, even if it does get ported to the switch, the gamepad it just really does actually work really well for that game, yeah, yeah. So, so I've left it hooked up kind of for those three games. Um, but I'll probably just um break eventually and I'll be like, Yeah, no, I do feel like playing Pikmin 3. Oh, here's 80 bucks Nintendo, I'll just <laughs> play it on the <laughs> who knows, I don't know, yeah, but um, yeah, and uh, there's some like DS games in that too, I- I'm-, I'm keen to play them, but you know, just you because i looked into it ages ago before um even you did yours like whether i was going to buy a second Wii U and do the whole hacking thing and i ultimately said oh nah, don't worry about it type of thing i'll just if i really want to um hdify something i'll play
1: it on like my laptop or something yeah fair enough but i uh, I just i i don't know about you but when it comes to emulation myself i i I can't find myself to like sit there anymore and play something on the pc and just be like all right that's me in general man <laughs> even, if it's, even if i bought a game on the pc um i'm kind of like that so
0: yeah no i definitely get that mm, yeah yeah like I, I tried so hard to make um like emulation on the on the pc like feel authentic mm. even going to like you know using using like the gamecube adapter nintendo 64 controller adapter and actually using like the proper controllers on pc but like at the end of the day, you still have to go and open an emulator, and it just makes you feel a bit dirty. <laughs>
1: yeah, see. Whereas I don't have that much problem on Wii U when it comes to it. Like mm. it's it's no <coughs> sorry, excuse me. Um, it's no different uh, different realistically to um being on an emulator for its own sake, I guess. But you know, I I like the hardware and. How it how it handles things, and I can sort of just cart it over to the TV, put it on the TV, and you know, it, it it's whatever. Um, I don't think I'll ever hack a Switch at least until you know it's it's like well and truly gone, and there's no mm-hmm. games on the shelf anymore or yeah. what have you. You know, I think the primarily thing is uh, primarily the thing is is like, and I said this on Blowing Carts, which um, plug you plug know, plug 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 for uh, Brendan Tam and Zach there.
0: Zach, don't know your last name.
1: <laughs> well, I just all right, I'll just say what come to mind, okay? Yeah. Just don't leave me alone. Anyway, um <laughs> so um basically as I said to them on the podcast, um, you know, it is it is primarily to go back and play things in a more standardized form on the television, you know? Like I could I like I could and everybody else has, you know, played games on emulators before and sat there and played them and what have you. And, you know, as uh, I I don't, I don't like doing it anymore. Like I've grown out of that. And, you know, I tend to really keep up and try to spend the money on the things that I'm going to play. And, you know, only because that's fair, you know, developers work hard, you know, it's unfair. Of course. It's unfair to, it's unfair to say that they don't and that the money is not worth XX. thing. Yeah, like to to be fair,
0: we've spent you and I separately have spent thousands. Thousands on and thousands the Wii U, and thousands, yeah. more on the Switch and like every Nintendo console, you know, we we buy plenty of shit. That's exactly <laughs> right.
1: And the only thing that's stopping me from spending more is the accessibility. Like, you know, those things aren't there anymore. And virtual console was the main thing when you know the switch was coming out. It's like, where's the virtual console? And uh yeah. Good question. Tough shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty a good much. question. So, you know, when when looking at it from that perspective, um, it is sort of like I d- I still want to play on Nintendo hardware. So that was my option.
0: Yeah, no, I, I definitely feel the same way, and that's why I, I was like when I was saying about the PC, after you've done yours, I'm like, yeah, maybe, maybe I should have dabbled in that, eh? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's how I feel anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know. Trying to think positively about keeping software on where it belongs. Just unfortunately, it is a case of if you don't let me buy it, Nintendo, how else am I supposed to get it? Seriously, if you if you put fucking anything on the Wii, oh, oh uh, the boy, the Wii, Jesus, <laughs> put it on the Wii, <laughs> <laughs> on the Switch. If you put anything on the Switch, like it typically gets bought, you know. So there's there's rarely an exception to that rule, except maybe Wii U ports. Yeah, because like. That what, I've already owned. What, what I can think off the top of my head, what I haven't bought from
0: Nintendo, like a full price product, was like Kirby Star Allies. I didn't pick up that one. I, I got that. I, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't get Pikmin Three or
1: Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, but I, I think I've got every other game they've released. Exactly. Like you know, <laughs> exactly. I will pay for it, Nintendo. Yeah. Like I want a legitimate option.
0: Like a couple of a couple of those um were like review codes, but that was like
1: maybe four or five out of 15 i don't know but even then whatever like, it is well yeah you know you're working you you're you're providing something for them codes in exchange you know you're reviewing the product so you are doing your work for the code no matter what you are providing you know, something. Yeah. At, the end,
0: at the end of the day, it's pretty, it's easier just to go and buy it and just enjoy it. And oh, absolutely. I <laughs> don't have to do the work
1: on it. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Cause like, you know, when you, when you're reviewing, you have to get into a different mindset in, in a few areas. So it is sort of like, I'm enjoying this, but also the logistics of this, you know, you you re, you really got to get into the mindset yeah. and then you could be sitting there and you could be writing for up to, you know, five, six hours. Yeah, to- it's, it's like, um, when, uh,
0: when we got a code for Pokemon sword, like I, you got the code. Yeah. But I signed it. So, but the sort of the rules for that is that we couldn't share anything on social media for two days after it released. Mm, so yeah. even though I bought the game, I still couldn't talk about it. I couldn't even say like, yeah. And everyone else who just went to the shops so was like, yeah, hey, that's, that's, it's fun. I can't even say that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, because you'd sign the you'd sign the thing. Yeah. Whereas I had the code. Oh well. Yeah, it's worth it. Code. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 Do, the, do the bit of work for the code and that, that, that's what matters. Got to get know? those codes. Code. Get code,
0: code, code. I'll give you a code right now. C, zero, one. Guess the rest. <laughs> oh, fuck <thank> you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Bryce, you ready to uh, splurt out some news, mate? Go for it.
1: Ooh. <laughs> yeah! bika, bika. Is that on? Blurt. I keep interrupting Ike, it's really rude of me, but... Oh, God, you're a... Done it for so he long fights now. for his friends and you're just like... Blah, 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 blah. In the middle of it.
0: Splirt. So today, Bryce, I said, you know what, Bryce? Can't be bothered again together give the news. You do it.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know? know, I'm like, you do it. Yeah, yeah. Very, very, uh, very nice of you to uh, hand me off the job with a baton there. Baton, yep. Mm-hmm. The verbal baton. Mm. My tongue. You yes, gra- You grabbed my tongue and ran off of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this week we've only got a few news stories. It's about five, right? Because, again, as I mentioned earlier, there wasn't a hell of a lot this week that was, like, I guess, bearing any huge fruit. No, no, no huge fruit at the moment.
0: <coughs> uh, little grapes, no watermelons. Yeah, that's exactly
1: right. All right, so first on our list, we have Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity for Nintendo Switch shipped and digi- uh, shipped and digital sales exceed 3.7 million copies. Uh, so this is from my Nintendo news. Most of the articles are today. They just seem to have the most up to date this week. I'm not sure what the go is then. Uh, Tech <laughs> Tecmo, the developer behind Hyrule warriors, age of calamity has announced that the action packed legend of Zelda based Musou game has topped 3.7 million total shipments and downloadable copies. The last sales report that we had from the company was back in November when the game had shipped a total of 3 million units. Hyrule warriors, age of calamity is available right now for the Nintendo switch. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know, the general ending. <laughs> yeah. So that's great. That's fantastic for them. It actually, it actually makes up a huge bulk of their, um, their uh, Muso game collaboration sales.
0: Yeah. Which is nuts.
1: Yeah. That's huge. And I mean, you know, for good reason, I suppose, because it is, it is Breath of the Wild related and it does add to that story. So um, whether I still haven't finished it personally yet, I really got to get around to it, but I have not felt like playing a Muso game in so long. and I've got two on my plate at the moment. <laughs> I've got Persona Five uh, Scramble and this, so I'm like, oh god, damn! I really need to get around finishing it, but I will eventually. I'm not thinking about it right now. Um, <laughs> I'm probably closer to Breath of the Wild when I'm like, I need Zelda hype. That that'll probably be when I go and finish it. To be honest with you, yeah, I, I'm in a similar boat as that. I've, yeah, yeah, I mean, I've avoided spoilers. There's not many spoilers going out, so that's good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, yeah, no, it's just like,
0: because last year there wasn't a whole lot coming out, and just with uh, being a Zelda game, being Breath of the Wild related, it's just, it's kind of a no brainer why it would sell so well. Like, you know, mm. e- even compared to their other project with um, Persona 5 Strikers, you said Scrambled. Is it Scrambled in Scramble Japan? Scrambled in Japan. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, but even with that project, you know, uh, Scramble isn't, oh, well, sorry, Persona isn't like as big a IP necessarily as Zelda, so. No,
1: that's right. So, yeah. I think yep. that's where that comes from. So It's definitely com- more popular these days, but yeah, no, nowhere near Zelda levels.
0: Yeah, kind of not surprising, but very, very good news for yep. the studio.
1: You got something there, Drew? Uh, I don't,
0: actually. I'm just getting something ready for later
1: on. Okay, fair enough. All right, you do that. All right, so next one up. Uh, new Pokemon Snap director says that uh, Nintendo had to be taught a few times about bringing the franchise back to life. So, for some reason, I'm not surprised. Yeah, it took a while, so... <laughs> you know, it took some time. Um, so, anyway, new Pokemon staff is due out soon for the Nintendo Switch system, and it has been a long time coming. UK news publication The Metro has spoken to Haruki Suzaki from Bandai Namco Studios via email due to the pandemic. Mr. Suzaki says that he heard Nintendo had previously thought about bringing the franchise back, as clearly photography and technology has come a long way since the original game was released back on the Nintendo 64 in 1999. Here's what Mr. Suzaki had to say to the publication. When I started this project, I had heard there'd been a couple of attempts at making a new Pokemon Snap before. And the idea of photography has changed in the last 20 years, combi- uh, combined with the Nintendo Switch hardware, that we thought, of it, we thought it was a perfect time to create a new version of Pokemon Snap, and that's why we started the project. So, it's here, fellas, it's this week, it's this week! Pokemon Snap, you've been waiting for it all your life. I really hope that it lives up to your expectations. Yep. Whoever, whoever's been really wanting this, <laughs>
0: I've been like when they first announced this last <laughs> last year, I was like, you know,
1: April thirtieth. Like, Frig, that's a long time away, but it's actually it's gone come pretty up quick, really fast. It has, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I haven't even been thinking about it until this week. I'm like, oh,
0: yeah, because. Like, I looked at the date, like, just the other day. I'm like, wait a second. Like, it's almost end of April and that's when Pokemon Snap's coming out and yeah. Returnal on PS5's the same day, another game I'm really looking forward to. So, mm. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. So, looking forward to it. It's, it's pretty cool how, like, uh, Bandai Namco actually um, got the reins to this game. Like, uh, I think IGN had an interview with them the other week and they sort of uh, talked like, – do you have it, there? you? No, no, keep talking. Uh, they, um, they talked about it the other week and because of their sort of work on Pokken Tournament and sort of how detailed the environments and that were just in that fighting game, uh, it sort of you know, sparked a conversation about how they can bring Pokemon to life in a Pokemon Snap game. Yeah. So, yeah, sort of, yeah, really cool. It's obviously, they are the people for the, the project because the game looks really great. I know a lot of people are like, oh, my God, the graphics.
1: I'm like, oh, I, don't know. I wouldn't go that far, but it looks really nice. It's, yeah. It's colourful. and I'm kind, like, of, kind of waiting for Nintendo hit the, to hit the buy button on on uh, Bandai Namco at this point. The whole publisher, holy shit. Yeah. Like, you know, they, they, they have been involved in some of their biggest projects these days. Yeah, yeah. You know, and- Very close relationship. That's right, yeah. yeah. And, you know, gauging where the industry's sort of going at the moment, like, that's becoming, like, a real sort of- Backbone for them to have them on the support deck.
0: Yeah, I, I was, I've been thinking about this uh, a fair bit recently because uh, a couple of weeks ago there was a bit of a rumor that Square Enix was up for sale and someone was interested in buying them. And obviously with Bethesda getting purchased by Microsoft and I'm you know, like with Bethesda, I'm like, oh wow, like I'm not a Bethesda fan really at all. And so when that news got announced, I've got all the consoles. I don't care if it's for free, like, especially with Xbox. like They're, they're either going to publish it everywhere or I just get to play it for free with my Game Pass subscription. It didn't really bother me that much. But say if Square Enix gets purchased by Sony, that is like think about how many just excellent games won't be coming to the Switch. And more so like Square Enix, they make a lot of like exclusive games for like Switch as well. Mm. So that would just be like a huge loss as far as that publisher goes. I, I think I think
1: um, I think the hype around that uh, sales rumor has died down after Baland Wonderland. Yeah. <laughs> oh sorry, it was at Wonder World. Yeah. Oh, um, God. No, it, it died down. Square Enix actually came out, they
0: addressed it. They said, Hey, you know, this is a, this is this is kind of a typical thing for, you know, public companies. Doesn't mean we want anyone to buy us. It's just how business works. It was like, oh okay. So yeah. they, they kind of they squash that pretty quickly. but That's good. Yeah, as, as far as like just going back to the Bandai Namco, like I wouldn't like to see Nintendo buy them even if they had enough money. I've got no idea how much Bandai Namco is worth, but they do like a, a heap of fantastic, like exclusive like JRPGs for PlayStation systems and obviously a lot for Switch as
1: well. Like I wouldn't want to see that just limited to Switch. Um, but yeah. It's kind of hard because like I've talked about uh, the PlayStation landscape with a couple of people Um, over the past few months and like they are they are slowly heading towards that that level of like soon enough playstation studios is like the only thing you're going to be caring about playstation 4 like in general well that's what they sort of want by the sounds of it doesn't it well because like they're pushing just big exclusive games you know they bought the exclusivity for final fantasy 16 but they've just lost the exclusivity for final fantasy 7 remake so we'll probably see that on PC soon. I don't know. Like it, it's it's really difficult. Like the the way they the way they keep going, I think like your exclusives are going to be really boiled down to just like Ratchet and Clank, God of War. You know, if uh, Last of Us, and maybe like if they ever decide to bring back Uncharted in some in some sort mm. of capacity, like stuff like that. Yeah. But like now, you know, um, Horizon Zero Dawn, which was a huge PS4 selling point, is now on PC. And then uh, you hear about them losing their exclusivity for certain things constantly. So it, it it's really strange where they're sort of going in terms of marketing. Like I don't think that PlayStation would buy any company at all at the moment because they have they have a weird sense of direction at the, at this point in time where they like want to move into the PC market to compete with Xbox there, so they can also have their own integrated system like Xbox is doing because that is that's like dead on what gaming needs honestly is like having a good computer where you know the system is completely integrated with your Xbox in the lounge room and then your Xbox one in the bedroom that's like a leftover mm. console from last generation. They really want to integrate the whole home with gaming across multiple platforms. So I feel like that's where PlayStation's also trying to break into that market too with, you know, having more PlayStation exclusives sort of head over there and stuff like that. And they've seen what happened with Epic Games and their game store, like, that blew up. So I think maybe that's what their intentions are at this point because they keep just letting things go from PlayStation exclusivity. Um, I think they've probably lost more in the last few years than they've bought back to make exclusive on PlayStation 5.
0: Yeah, and, like, it it just depends on what, like, second-party... Deals and that they work out as well. Like Returnal coming out is by Studio House Mark, which has had a really great relationship with PlayStation in the past. But um, yeah, they're, they're still, you know, they haven't been bought or anything for, for like the last decade or so they've been making games for them. So it just depends on... How good a relationship they have with these studios. But you know, it's it's the same thing with Nintendo though. We get like a lot of s- sort of more safe games from Nintendo, whether it's, you know, the Mario games, the Zelda games, Pokemon, w- like whatever it is, we get a lot of sequels and that. Yeah. But every now and again they're like, We have made a deal with Platinum games and here
1: is Astral Chain and yeah. stuff like that.
0: It's a it's a similar kind of uh relationship with different developers.
1: Which I absolutely get, but you know, this is this is sort of irregular for Playstation in comparison to what they usually do. You know, like Usually they're very much on the competing end of like let's have all this exclusive like um, the big thing for me at the moment again and I'll, I'll I will drop the meme here. Did you know that uh, Final <laughs> Fantasy XIV has a free free trial that goes up to level sixteen includes the first expansion uh, Heaven's Ward for free? Yes, that's right. Final Fantasy XIV, the MMO that has yeah, the meme. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So, Final Fantasy XIV is is big on PlayStation for many reasons, and that is because, like, it's the first MMO that's truly done correctly in the modern era. Um, like, there's, there's a lot of, like, Korean free-to-play MMOs or Chinese free-to-play MMOs and stuff like that that you find on the PlayStation Store, but they're always varying in quality, whereas, like, Final Fantasy XIV is sort of, like, a, a, more of, like, a centralized proper MMO with you know, proper server updates, proper content updates, and all that sort of stuff. So, um, you know, for, for the longest time, um, Naoki Yoshida, who a lot of people know as Final Fantasy 16's director, but he found his success and actually climbed up the chain of command through the uh, rebirth of Final Fantasy 14. Um, there's always been, like, an ongoing battle between, like, you know, he wants this game to be on everything. He wants it to be on PC. He wants it to be on Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, if it's possible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Nintendo is re- re- pretty much limited to hardware, realistically. Yeah. Um, But uh, at this point in time, like, he's... Like, him and his team, they're all really looking... And he's been in talks with Phil Spencer and stuff like that. And he's like, I would really like to see it come to Xbox. But The problem they had in the past was Xbox wanted to be like, oh... You know, uh, we want to have an option where you can switch off playing with other players on other platforms and just have Xbox players, which is not realistic for an MMORPG that wants full integrated gameplay. So now that Microsoft is backpedaled on the whole, you have to have gold to play like off-server games. So Fortnite, uh, Rocket League, uh, Apex Legends. Apex Legends. Mm. And again, Final Fantasy XIV comes under that category. It makes me feel like they're setting up so that they don't have problems so that maybe they can have Final Fantasy XIV on Xbox because they've been in that talk for some time now. So it it is really strange because then, you know, for the last seven years, that game has been on PlayStation 3, 4, and PC. And now all of a sudden, they dropped PlayStation 3 support in the first two years. So it was just PS4. Now it's going to be... Um, maybe PC, Xbox one, Xbox series, uh, series S and X, PS4 and PS5, but we won't find out that news till next month. But that would be another game where it's like, you know, a lot of people play that on PlayStation, but now they're not restricted. So that might go, well, well Xbox is looking like a good deal right now with game pass. And then people go over there. Like, I don't know. It's the logistics of it are getting so weird. Yeah, I, no, I actually, so I, I
0: actually love sort of um, what Xbox has done because it's just, it's just shaking really shaking it so much. I love it. It's so much fun yeah. to uh, talk about it because it's just PlayStation's putting out awesome games, but for 125 bucks, it's like, oh fucking Jesus, boys! I don't know, I don't know. It's 45 dollars more than a first party Nintendo game. I know that the Switch isn't as like high quality and all that as far as the graphics and
1: all that goes, but still a lot of money more, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, by the time you buy, it's literally buy two, get one free sale right there. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's ridiculous. Um, anyway, but yeah, so- the, <laughs> Bando the, Namco. The, Bando Pokemon Namco. Snap. <laughs> my, my point is, this more or less that exclusivity isn't really a thing that's happening anymore. Because we know even though that Microsoft have bought Bethesda, they're not going to cripple anyone. Like, they've made that pretty clear. They're not going to cripple anyone from playing their titles. They just want them on Game Pass day one for the cost price of Game Pass. Yeah, you know. They've seen how well a subscription service works with Netflix, I think, and that's why they've sort of come to this conclusion with Game Pass. And they're like, we can really make this work, and it works in everybody's favor, literally. You buy an Xbox, pull it straight out the box, subscribe to Game Pass for $1 for your first month, and you immediately have access to a huge library of games. Like, that's pretty big, yeah. realistically. You get access
0: to MLB The Show 21, PlayStation <laughs> Studios game. That you had to pay full price for. Yeah. Which on is PlayStation. Like, I was interested in playing that, actually. and I just went to. it's just finished downloading on my Xbox Series X. I'm like, yeah, why not? It's free. Because on, um, on Game Pass, they got like uh, NBA, uh, FIFA. They got like all the sports games. Yeah. It's nuts. Yep. Yep, including it, a PlayStation game. I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> waiting.
1: It it, it, it it will be very telling for me next month when I hear the, when when Final Fantasy news comes up if that's what's happening there, because I'm going to be like, well, this pretty much cements it for me. And not like the DLCs in Game Pass. Yeah, so like, you know something like that, like same what they're doing with Destiny. All the DLCs just goes to Game Pass. Exactly. Which I'm is like crazy. You know, I'm like if the, if that's the case, then you know I'm not going to be buying a PS5 for some time until it's got a library.
0: Yeah, actually, we're sort of on this Game Pass discussion, Bryce. And uh, I know, like, uh, the news came, or sort of, the speculation was out a few weeks ago that you know Phil Spencer had one of his videos and there was a Nintendo Switch in the background, and a lot of people were like, "Oh, what does this mean?" He likes a Nintendo
1: Switch. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Does it have to be hidden context to everything? He just likes the Switch, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I think I was um. I was thinking about it and I, I sort of came to the conclusion, conclusion was, oh, you know, it's another port or something. Like A lot of people saying, oh, you know, Game Pass is coming to Switch or, you know, something big. I'm
1: like, oh, I don't know about that. But who knows? Who knows? Yeah, who would know? The Game Pass coming to Switch thing, rumour has been around for so long, it's not funny. Yeah. And like I,
0: Nintendo does not want Game Pass on the Switch.
1: <laughs> I mean, they sort of have their own version of Game Pass, but it's dedicated solely to retro games. You know, like, yeah. it, it is it is really strange. Like, now that it has flushed itself out a little bit more, if you're really into the old-school era of NES and SNES, like, it's actually a pretty good market at the moment, realistically. Like, when it first began, it was kind of like, uh, guys, like, this is pathetic. But now that that library has <laughs> grown for the, like, $5 a month or whatever you're paying, it's not bad, right? Now that it's actually flushed itself out. Mind you, that still doesn't mean, Nintendo, that I don't want more consoles hitting that system. I want Nintendo 64 and GameCube soon, please. Soon. Soon. Anyway, um, we'll, we'll move on from it. We've talked about it way too much. <laughs> talked about a lot of stuff in that Pokemon Snap. We did. Yeah. Awesome. yeah except for Pokemon Snap. Um, So <laughs> Nintendo Switch is now the sixth best-selling console of all time in Japan. Mm, that's some pretty big news. But on Nintendo Switch? If you view the too hardware charts which are published on a Thursday, you'll know that the Nintendo Switch has been a runaway success in Japan. The Switch family systems is always the best-selling hardware in the weekly Famitsu sales chart since release. The Switch is currently the sixth best-selling system of all time in the land of the rising sun, and should surpass Sony's PSP and PlayStation 2 very soon. It still has a way to go to beat the Game Boy and the Nintendo DS, though. (laughs) Of course. Check out the best-selling video game systems of all time in Japan below. So, At the top of the charts. Mm, mm. Let's play guessing again. At the top of the charts. Who's at the top of the charts? Uh, PS2. No. Uh, DS? Yes. Okay. Correct. Yep. Who's second? Uh, PS2. No.
0: Uh, (laughs) uh, 3S? No. No. No way.
1: Oh, Bryce, you threw me into a loop. Game Boy. Game Boy. Yep. Third. Gamewear Vance. I was waiting for you to say PS2 again. I was about to smack you on the head. No, <laughs> no. Guys, no. uh, uh, look. You're on the right path. You're on the right path. Portable. Uh, 3DS? Yes. Oh, 3DS and, then, so and, more. and then fourth. Uh, Gamewear Vance. PS2. Oh, come on. <laughs> uh, so, right. At DS, we've got 32990000 uh, uh, With Game Boy, we have $32,470,000. 3 ds has $24,730,000. ps 2 has 21980000 PSP has 19690000 And that is just above the Switch. And the Switch is at 19410000 So it won't be long before it overtakes the PSP. Interesting that the Wii isn't on there. It is. It's a bit strange, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. But a, didn't, they didn't include Wii Sports in Japan, so
1: you no do, one bought it. You do. <laughs> you do have to remember, though, is that you know when you look at that chart, right? The most population is portable consoles. Yeah. So it is. It is sort of what it is. PS2. PS2 went through several iterations, and you know worldwide, PS2 was. It is. It is. It is the best-selling console of all time. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it does really sort of layout on the bar just how big the ps2 actually was but interesting to see it wasn't the most popular in japan um but the more you think about japan culture yeah it makes sense um and then you know below the Switch is the famicom the ps1 the super famicom and the gba so there you go most most of the population is portables except with the exception of the ps2 the famicom the super famicom and the ps1 so i guess they sort of you know, they, PlayStation hold a pretty good grip there. The Famicom and the Super Super Famicom were the best home console gaming systems at the time that you could buy for a long time. Mm, so the cheapest. That's right. Mm. So you know, it does it does sort of uh, leave leave a pretty telling mark, anyway. So yes, uh, congratulations on the Switch for hitting that. Won't be long before it beats PSP. Oh, go and get that PSP Switch. I'm wondering if it'll beat the 3DS in its time. I'm curious. Like that's uh, still five million away. It might. Hmm. I reckon it could. Doesn't sound, doesn't sound like much, but for Japan, that is a
0: fair chunk. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah. Like, I I think with a new console iteration, they probably will pump up that extra five. Easy. Yeah, like a big Monster Hunter game, just come to
0: it. That'll help a lot.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And people, like, it, especially if they're like, oh, this Monster Hunter has, has a special graphics update or something for the new Nintendo Switch, and then people will be like, oh, now I have to buy it. <laughs> you know, it makes a, bit, makes a huge difference. But, um, you know, it wouldn't be unrealistic to see it overpass the PS2, you know, in the next uh, year or so. I reckon it could probably do it. Anyway, so we're uh, moving on from that. Uh, Capcom announces Monster Hunter Digital Event for 27th of April. So that's tonight. This is the first uh, major, oh. major update to Monster Hunter Rise. Right, okay. Yep. So uh, if you haven't been playing Monster Hunter Rise, I'm looking at you get on it oh, oh. um so uh, as f- with with a little bit of explanation i suppose monster hunter um typically does free content updates all the way through unless they're planning on releasing an expansion like they did with world um, which adds more monsters to the game don't have to pay anything for it just gives you more things to fight it's a good time so uh this actually happens tonight hasn't happened yet um so at the time so- of listening At the time of listening, it would have already been going. Yeah. So, if you're listening to this podcast before you know anything about this, definitely go check it out. It'll be up on YouTube. Uh, So, Capcom has announced that a Monster Hunter digital event will be happening on Tuesday, 27th of April. This event will focus on the two Nintendo Switch titles from the company, Monster Hunter Rise, and Monster Hunter Stories 2. The stream will also feature news on the next Monster Hunter Rise update, which will be version 2.0. You can watch the stream live on the Monster Hunter channel on Twitch when the event kicks off twenty-seventh of April at 7 a.m. PT and 3 p.m. UK time. So, um, things to expect uh, just from basically uh, what I know and what could possibly be more. Judging by their roadmap, basically what's going to happen is when they update, they'll probably be at... There's two guaranteed monsters that are uh, known about, which is uh, the Elder Dragon Camellios and Apex Rathalos, which um, Apex monsters are pretty difficult, pretty difficult content. Rathalos in Rise is already pretty hard, so it's going to be quite interesting to see how Rathalos goes in this. Mm. Um, And Camellios is an Elder Dragon, so he's guaranteed to have some sort of difficulty to him. Um. As for anything else, you'll probably get more gesture packs and stuff like that going up on the eShop, Um, and you will also probably have five more additional monsters, whether they be variants or just sort of filler monsters as well, sort of hit the update. (coughs) God, I can't get over this cough today. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I've been sick for a week, sick for a week. I'm getting over it now, but every mm. now and then it's just like you know you get that tickle in the back of your throat. Mm. Um, so yeah, that uh, will be live by the time you hear this, anyway. So if you're interested, uh, there'll be trailers. Go check it out. Um, and if you haven't played Monster Hunter Rise, do get on it. It's really good. It's the best, best Monster Hunter for beginning Monster Hunter players. Yes, sir. Yes, play it. <laughs> I'm gonna bug you. Um, so we have we have uh, another charts news here. Just thought this was uh, pretty interesting. UK charts, uh, five Nintendo Switch games are in the top ten once again. Mm, that's nuts. <laughs> that's pretty That's pretty big. So, um, considering there has been a lot sort of coming out recently, it's a real surprise that it sort of happened. Uh, every week, the UK's GFK releases a top ten chart for the region's top-selling video games. The latest charts have been released for the week ending t- April 24th, and there's yet more good news for Nintendo. And they've been seeing a lot of their Switch games on the charts, and sometimes half of the games that made it on the charts... For that week are just Nintendos. This week is no exception. Nintendo has five games on the charts and three of them are in the top five. Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury managed to make it to number three, the highest to do so. Ring Fit Adventure, which managed to be the only Nintendo game this week in this week's charts to improve its position on the charts, is the lowest at nine. Here's the chart data. So, in the last week, uh, the top is Near Replicant. Um, which, you know, that came out last week and following the Automata hype that's happened over the last few years, it's not a surprise to see that up the top because... Uh, you were a big fan of uh, of it, so
0: are you going to go and check this one out too?
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah. I'll get to it. Um, not quite yet, but I'm, I'm going to get to it eventually. Oh, yep. no, I know that's a game that's not going to drop in price anytime soon, so I'll just pick it up when, you know, i set save it at my New Year's convenience. Mm. Um, Automata didn't drop in price for so, so long. Yeah. Um, FIFA 21 is at second. Um, At third is Super Mario 3D World Plus Bowser's Fury. Then Animal Crossing New Horizons. Then Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Then Minecraft on the Switch. Just Minecraft Switch. Yes. Minecraft Switch. That's weird how it's broken up like that. Mm. Okay. Yep. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 5, uh, which I wish that game would die, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) It's been oh my god it's hitting a third generation of consoles people they want please don't give them a reason to do it again like oh my god football manager 2021 ringford adventure and cyberpunk 2077 which is now selling because it's actually getting updated and is slowly getting better thank god oh my god i'm so i'm so mad to see grand theft auto 5 in there honestly (laughs) I can't believe that they're re-releasing you, it again. You're not used to it at this point, though? They've been there for years and oh, years. I just can't. I cannot get over the fact. Yeah, because people are buying it because they're getting like they're, they're hitting the age gaps and people are like, oh, let's play Grand Theft Auto multiplayer. I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. But <laughs> <laughs> they're re-releasing it again on modern consoles. You know, it, it hit the end of a generation, a PlayStation 3 and all that. Then it went to then it went to the next generation. They re released it then with some, you know, updates to it, I guess. And now they're re-releasing it again. This game has been in circulation for like ten years plus. That is ridiculous. Do you guys not want to see Grand Theft Auto six or something? Stop buying it. Yeah. I, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> they will they will they will they will keep riding that cloth and not make a new Grand Theft Auto as long as you keep buying Grand Theft Auto five. Who blame who could blame them? Like, oh.
0: I don't know if they keep selling it. It's has been like Mario Kart 8. You know? That just keeps selling. It's like, why make another Mario Kart? Unless they've got some awesome idea, which is like, we got to make this, guys.
1: We've got to keep selling that. Red, Den- Red Dead fans are responsible, though. Like, it's the same company, but Red Dead fans are responsible. Sure, we've had to wait a while for a sequel, but we got one, and we're not sitting there, you know, just constantly harping the fact that the game exists and it has online multiplayer. We want a Red Dead 3 eventually. Hell, we want an undead nightmare that they're not going to do, which is a fucking fervent shame, but you know, like we're waiting, we're waiting for things to happen. Something something about Rockstar is really just they're really just they're really just fans are grubbing the money in the last decade. It's a shame because like they had such a great repertoire for like Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption and, you know, like the updates that they had to them. They had a huge library of games. I have never seen them release so little in a decade since, you know, I've, I've I've lived through as long as they've been developing nearly three decades. And I reckon they've released more probably about double or triple the amount of titles that they had in the two decades before this one. Yeah. I mean like the scope of these last two games has just been
0: massive. So that's, That'll be the reason why. And they can obviously obviously just sit on Grand Theft Auto 5 without actually having to do too much work
1: to get out another one straight away, so. The only thing I can really think of, though, is, like, the old the, the old internet meme video called Fires the Missiles, and I can just think when they're talking about the French, it's like, then the French get involved, and it's like, Fires the Missiles, but I'm tired. <laughs> oh, well, then we'll have enough. But then Fires the Missiles! Like, you know, fucking, oh, my God. They just... They hit it out of the park with Red Dead and Red Dead was fantastic. I, I don't know I don't know how much of their development team is like split up for Grand Theft Auto and like other titles. But, you know, I, I would I would like to safely assume that they basically took all the team from Grand Theft Auto and put it into Red Dead so they could like make a really polished game because it's a fantastic game. But they re-releasing Grand Theft Auto constantly is absolutely killing me. It's grinding your gears. I'll just make a new Grand Theft Auto, please. Just do yeah. something. Jesus,
0: but like this one being like the UK charts, it's just it's it's so sort of positive to see that Nintendo is actually like their games are so evergreen. Like, they're just selling week on week, and they're sort of up there with games like Minecraft, GTA, FIFA. Like, there's always the mainstays, but just never get out of the charts, whether it's US, Australian. Or, or the UK, so it's just um it's just nuts to see, especially like Ring Fit Adventure. Who knew when they announced that 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 was going to be a, a sort of a, a steady seller in the top ten?
1: Like in the top ten. Yeah, it's because it's because it's such an easy way to get some fitness in, especially during the pandemic. Of course, yeah, the pandemic helped it a lot because like, oh shit, I can't go to the
0: gym. Um, do yeah. I go and get a DVD? No, they're a bit boring. Oh, there's there's this interactive um sort of method, and that's also something. Apart from like Zumba and that, which is also available on Switch, but that is kind of your options on the PlayStation and Xbox side of things. Mm. Like there's like, you know, third party games, but there's nothing quite like Ring Fit Adventure, which is a bit more cartoony and a bit more involved with, uh, you know, the RPG elements and stuff.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway, Ross.
1: All right. I think it's time to move into Red Coin Recommendations. Red Coin Recommendations. All right, Ross. So do you have anything... Fired up Because I've got some here Oh my yeah, god Yeah I, I see them all here Right Oh all of them I'm already picking one That I'm going to talk about Because I looked at the name Just now and I laughed I almost I had to look I knew up. exactly
0: What you are going to bring up <laughs> and That was the exact same one I brought up
1: too <laughs> 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 so, so fire away my friend Alright So uh, here here on the new releases list We have Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion <laughs> Yoshi's got a partner in crime Everybody Alright So Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion is on the eShop at 20% off, it's usually $22.50 and is currently $18. Play as an adorable yet troublemaking turnip, avoiding paying taxes, solve plantastic puzzles, and take on massive beasts in a journey to tear down a corrupt vegetable government. Take control of an adorable turnip who happens to be an absolute menace to society after failing to pay taxes and getting evicted from your home. You must go on an epic quest... To pay back your massive debt to Maya Onion. Garden tools to solve plantastic... uh, Wow, okay. Garden tools to solve plantastic puzzles, meet eccentric vegetables and fruits, and take on treacherous fights. Along the journey... Jesus, this is worded poorly. Along the journey... Full stop after fights. Full stop after fights. Along the journey to uncover what's spoiling this garden community and rise to tear down the corrupt vegetable government and it is one player only uh, by Graffiti Games
0: yeah so I actually saw this a couple of weeks ago and I heard the name of what the hell but it, the game actually looks really good it looks fun
1: <laughs> it actually looks like a it lot lo- of fun it looks it reminds me of Minish, Minish Cap right off the bat yeah, like it just, just, lo- just that sort of style what do you mean what you committed tax evasion oh sorry buddy hell wanted for tax evasion turnip boy $1 reward Yeah, no, it actually looks good. (laughs) I kind of want to buy this. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I was definitely thinking about it.
1: Oh, God. That's beautiful. I love it.
0: All right, so I've got a random one up here uh, because there's not a whole lot that sort of stood out to me this week apart from Turnip Boy. (laughs) But um, usually we do click on these. We're like, hey, that actually looks pretty good. (laughs) And then it turns in I've actually bought some of the games after reading. Oh, oh, I actually might get that. (laughs) (laughs) So I've got here World Splitter. It's $30 on the Australian eShop. And the description reads, World Splitter is a 2D puzzle puzzle platformer challenging you with multi-dimensional puzzles. You'll travel through wonderful and fantastic worlds that are beautifully animated and full of tricky challenges. The game features a unique gameplay mechanic, a combination of jump and run elements and logical thinking puzzles. Each level consists of two parallel worlds separated by... The uh, Dimension Rift. The character can meet, move freely through the rift and interact only with the visible parts of both worlds. You have to master the rift and make uh, make it pave your way through the worlds. Now, Ross, let's, let's have a look at the screenshots here. So that's an interesting little mechanic. It sounds, it sounds kind of similar to what like uh, Guacamelee 1 used where he actually used one of the triggers to go back between the light and the dark world. And, yeah. yeah. Um, interact with, like, different elements of the world too. So that sounds pretty cool. That was a fun part of that game. So this game could be fun. Just looking, like, looking at it, it doesn't really, like, shout $30 to me necessarily. Just, like, looking at the, the descriptions, it's very, like, blocky and kind of... Uh, yeah.
1: It depends on the length, I think. Yeah. And it even though, like, even if it is long, though, you don't really want yeah, but, well, a long game, you know what I mean? I guess. But, like, they... If depending on the length would depend on how much they're willing to get into, you know, the absolute cracks of the mechanic, I guess, you know, like they could explore heaps of different things across many, 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 many levels um, and using that mechanic to its absolute best. Or they could have a short experience and the mechanics not as is it's explored as it could be, you know, which is like sort of the differentiating thing. Yeah, generally. sure. Like. Yeah. yeah, so I would be keen to give that a go,
0: but uh, probably not for thirty dollars. No, that's, no, that's, yes. a, that's sale, a sale. Bit a
1: bit of a wish list. Turnip boy commits tax evasion. However,
0: yeah. So, so the thing about that that is as well, like eighteen dollars. That's like a very. That's it's, an, a pro, like, that's, it's a good, good price point. Like it's a good point to be like, yeah, here, like here's eighteen bucks. But when it gets to thirty plus, that's when I go. Mm.
1: Yeah, because at the end of the day, that is half a you know full price Nintendo game. You know, which is what I, which is what I own the console for. You Mm. know,
0: so that's published by Bumble Three. Anyone who's interested. And last of all, uh, I got no idea what this game is, but I also chose this one because of its name. It's called Later Alligator, and Later Alligator, you explore Alligator New York City, play dozens of mini mini games, solve a big mystery, and save a little alligator named Pat. Pat. So, uh, hey, you. The hard-boiled reptile I can definitely see holding this game. Oh, Jesus Christ. That just (laughs) shattered me out here. (laughs) Uh, You're the perfect person to help Pat the alligator uncover the secret behind the uh, mysterious event his family's uh, planning for him in the heart of Alligator New New York City. And that's the description. So, yeah, I guess. Cool. So let's have a look at some screenshots then if that's what they want to tell us. So we got we got an alligator here with a notepad. It says whom, pat and the event. A bit of a checklist there. <laughs> uh It's a bit of a point and click looking section. i say I'll say that's the thing. With with the descriptions, you got to tell us what your game is. I've got no idea. Like I got to help Pat. All right, but how do I help Pat? Am I using the sticks, the touchscreen? Like, what's going on? What's
1: alligators got to do with it? <laughs> Is this
0: a platformer or a point and click or a, just a visual novel? Am I just sitting back for the experience and yeah, taking who, in the story?
1: Who would know, mate? Who would know? It's making it very hard to discern, isn't mm, it? Mm.
0: So I don't really know, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, there's a bit of a slide puzzle here. So I I take away from the screenshots that it's a point and click sort of. Uh, um, game with like different mini games and stuff in it. It did, it did mention the mini games at the start, so it's just a bunch of mini games where you interact with the alligator family.
1: Cool. All right. So that's twenty
0: two ninety nine Australian, right. and it's published by Pillow Fight on the Nintendo eShop. Cool. Go and check it out. If that ring, if that makes you go, God, I need some alligator themed mini games. Go over and buy it with your own money,
1: you goddamn fiends. Oh. So
0: Bryce. Do you have any more recommendations or is that it, my friend? I reckon
1: that's it for now. I reckon we can go to the uh, rec room. Oh, let's go to the rec
0: room. Oh, that's Sakurai. We don't disturb him today, do we? Uh, oh, God, where's my button? <laughs> Hitting all the doors and the phone here. I don't know what's going on. There we go. God, I need Reggie here.
1: Thank you for your never-ending support for giving me a Mushroom Kingdom full of incredible memories that I will never forget. Ever.
0: Bryce, I hate it.
1: Stop
0: it. You're killing me. Oh, look. See, look, I've got to hear it through my headphones like (laughs) everyone else does. And I understand. I think we just lost at least five people there. Yeah, Sorry, fellas. We only, we only have 10 people listening to this podcast as well. <laughs> so There's uh, there's 50% of them gone. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. Clap, 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 clap.
1: Hooray. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Bryce, what are we talking about here, man? i got no yeah. idea. So, Pokemon Snap's out this week, Drew. It is, apparently.
1: So, so, Time's gone I wonder, quick. I want to have a quick discussion on that, but mm. also, also sort of looking ahead to the future, just like briefly, and seeing what we've got on the horizon. Obviously, um, there is uh, Mario Golf, Mario Golf, and um, Skyward Sword, but E three is sort of coming up in a couple of months as well. So Ooh, it'd be nice to yeah. sort of see what sort of is. It, yeah, I know. I'm rubbing my hands together too. You just can't see it. Uh, so <laughs> you got it under the table. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, mm. Anyway, um. So Pokemon Snap, are you excited?
0: I'm keen. I'm not like frothing or anything, but yeah, it's definitely one of those games where I'm like. I would like to play that just to relax, but like, you know. Yeah, you know. it's definitely going to be like, a am home for the night. And I've, I've been talking like, because like the start of the year, I've had like, I had a bit of time off and I really wish Monster Hunter came out then. But Monster Hunter came out the week of my wedding, but it's just been crazy since. So it was a bit unfortunate, like, but with Pokemon Snap, it's going to be a pretty simple thing, like... You're going to turn it on. They're going to say, hey, welcome to the Lentil region. Hey, go on this little bike and take some photos. And that is pretty much what you're doing. Yeah, and, absolutely. And you'll just replay the same level again and again and the split paths. So there's lots of uh, sort of potential for exploration there and just experimenting, throwing the... I uh, forgot what the fruit was, but I'm just going to call it an apple. No way, just apples, yeah. Um
1: because they they called them something else in this new one, but I don't know. Who cares? Yes, the apples. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I played a lot of Pokemon Snap as a kid. I played a lot of it, so you know, I'm I'm excited for it. But I think the thing is, is like, not that it's outdated. I guess you know, and anything can be translated into the modern era, and I'm pretty sure this will be. But like, it's an experience I've had, so it's like you know, I'm, I'm I know what to expect. I'm not I'm not going to be like, oh my god, what is... Oh, my God, if I throw an apple at this bush, it, it makes a, a bu pop out or some shit. Like, you know, <gasps> sububu. sububu. Whoa. Yeah, you know, just, just shit like that. You know, that's that's stuff I expect from Snap anyway. Mm. Because, you know, there, there's no mysticism to it anymore. Like, everything is sort of like... Well, allegedly, you haven't played it yet. I haven't. But, you know, like, from the, from the prospect of, like, I know I have to do these things in order to get special things to happen... So, whereas, like, when you're a kid and you're just like, ha, 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 I could throw apples at everything. Well, I did. I knocked a Charmander into a volcano. And then he came out as a fucking Charizard. And you're like, oh, my God. my God, he skipped an evolution. He That's skipped a mad. whole evolution. No, what actually
0: happened? That Charmander fell in, died, and Charizard just came out. I hate, <laughs> hate to tell you. He can't double evolve at the
1: same time. That's not going to happen. Yeah, he can't warp Digivolve. Yeah, and there's no warp Digivolving <laughs> going on. But, yeah, it is, it, is, it is just that, you know, like... Um, I, I know what to expect going into it and what I'll need to achieve in order to get specific Pokemon or what have you. Obviously, I won't know the absolute specifics of what to do, but I know that I'll just have to keep throwing apples at shit and, you know. God. I'm trying not to cough. Um, Don't cough, man. Don't cough. If you need to cough, I can turn you off. Eh, oh no. Don't do that. I want to be live. Anyway, <laughs> he's a robot, everyone. I'll just turn him off. There I go. Um, but yeah, it is It is definitely something that while I'm excited to experience it and I'm, you know, I'm probably going to enjoy it for what it's worth. The mysticism is a little bit lost as time has gone on and I look at it more of a realistic standpoint these days of like, you know, all right, I want to complete this because I need all the photos in my album because that's kind of the point of this game where as opposed to like as a kid, you're just like, oh my God, I just made something really awesome happen and this is the photo I've got. To, I've got to go to school and tell all my friends Like, you know, that doesn't happen anymore with that type of thing. No, but
0: what I'm actually really excited about this game is actually just how it's going to affect our Twitter timeline. Just like people sharing through social media and stuff, just like, hey, this is this like cool shot I took and whatever. I'm really looking forward to that. Just Pokemon Snap, just taking over,
1: um, you know, social media and just putting more Pokemon in my life. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I I think that's going to be very exciting in its own right. But um, unfortunately, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm I'm sort of going in with a calm mind, not an excited one at the moment. Which maybe that just is telling to like, well, I've had, I, I might have outgrown it a little bit. But I'm I'm excited to play it regardless. Mm. You know, see how it goes. Yeah,
0: though no, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to it. Uh, we'll be talking about it next week. I dare say with our time over the weekend with the game, um, which won't be a hell of a lot, but I'll try. <laughs> yeah, I might be in a similar boat there too. But I'm actually a little bit more excited for Returnal coming
1: out that day as well. Um, I wouldn't know because I hadn't even heard the name until yesterday. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I really like the studio
0: that uh, makes it, like, Um They're the guys that made, like, Super Stardust Delta and stuff, and this is, like, their kind of, like, first step into, like, a really... Big game. Big game? Yeah. 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 And it's got, like, a lot of the sort of charm of those types of games where it is very much arcade shooter going for high scores, but it's put into, like, a, a roguelike game. And like, yeah, it just looks really good. So that's kind of where I'm excited. But realistically, I don't know <laughs> how much time I've I've got for either. But Pokemon Snap, it's just it's definitely kind of what I need at the moment, just to relax a bit, going into a very familiar world. But um just sitting there and just watching it like a bit of a tour. Full grown adult. You trying to shame me on our <laughs> podcast here, bros? Cool, you're shaming me, and here you are bringing up the bloody
1: topic, eh, hey, mate? Bloody <laughs> hell! Nah, I definitely get it. You know, especially at the moment, I think you've you've got a lot to lot going on, which you know definitely helps in that scenario. Sort of help you feel that way. So yeah, mate, it's good, mate. You still got other play games to play, but that's all good. I've got have got plenty of games to play. <laughs> we both do. I'm not shaming you there. It's a problem for I think, everybody. I think I think you are. Every I think everybody's everybody's got that problem, regardless. They day. That mm, day. Yeah. yeah. Pokemon Snap's just another distraction along that turn. <laughs>
0: Chuck it on the pile. <laughs>
1: <laughs> God.
0: Because uh, like just with like on Switch the last uh last week. With the indie sale and stuff that's like five bucks or less or just a bit more. Like I bought limbo inside a couple of other games. I just like redeemed my gold points on the eShop. Like I didn't even like have to pay for them really. I just used my reward points and just yeah, just you know, chuck another one on, chuck another one on. So, oh five bucks. What's what's five bucks? <laughs> what's ten bucks? Um I bought uh Tails uh I bought what's
1: it um Desperia? Tail- Tales of Vesperia. Yeah, yeah, I
0: bought that. That was 20 bucks. I'm like, yeah, well, I'll chuck another RPG on there. Why not? Another one that you're
1: not ever going to get to. <laughs> literally. Yeah, I'll get to it eventually, man. <laughs> you won't. You're a liar. I don't mean to be a liar. <laughs> it, just it
0: just sort of happens.
1: Yeah. No, trust me. I get it. Yeah. I get it.
0: So anything else you want to talk about in Reggie's Rec Room?
1: Um, yeah, slightly the future. So now, obviously... <laughs> um. We've we've got Pokémon coming up this week, which drops another game from our upcoming lineup. So that leaves us now with Mario Golf, which I think everybody's a little bit excited for, maybe yeah, for Mush yeah. Rush mode and being stupid and you know whatever. Um, I miss a good good Mario Golf game, and uh, then we've got obviously Skyward Sword in June, uh, July. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. Something in my head said June there. So you know, um. That only really leaves us with one new title going forward. Yeah. So, what do records going to be the next one to come up that is a new title? Um, <laughs> uh, if I was a betting
0: man, which I'm not, Bryce, I'm not a betting man. I would bet. I've, you know, I've got, I've got no idea. I've Got no I, no idea like w- not even a little bit of a speculation or like a, a hopes. So the the only thing I can sort of put out there with with titles that we know, obviously Metroid's just far away. Don't worry about that. But when it comes to like Breath of the Wild two, I don't ex- I don't know if I expect it this year. I probably don't, to be honest. Um, and we're in sort of a bit we're in sort of a bit of the Switch at the moment where we know Splatoon three is coming early twenty twenty two. And, like, a, a few of the other games with sequels we would be expecting, whether it's, uh, say, a sequel to Mario Odyssey or the next 3D Mario game, with a 3D... Uh, what's, it, what's it called? Um, uh, a 3D world out this year, the port. I don't, probably, I don't really expect the 3D Mario out this year either. I think they sort of planned it out enough where they wouldn't... Like, they obviously waited a long time to release that game, probably far away way enough from a another 3D Mario game. So, I don't know if I expect it this year either. So, really, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to get something like a bit more traditional or what you expect. Obviously, we're getting the Pokemon Diamond and Pearl remakes uh, in November and we're getting Pokemon Legends Arceus early next year as well. So, some of these bigger games are coming out, you know, early 2022. But I think we we might get like the one big Nintendo game, but I'm not sure what that is. It's going to be something... I I kind of do expect new hardware as well for the Christmas time, whether it's September um, or November or something. I kind of do expect a Switch Pro or the next version or whatever it is going to be this year. So something that would show that off, but I'm not sure what that is. There was also rumours about uh, new Fire Emblem remakes as well, the remakes of the GameCube um, game as well. So... I could probably see uh, that alongside, yeah, I've got no idea. Do you have any sort of ideas of what that big game might be sort of leading up to Christmas time? And if there is a brand new Switch model, um, what could sort of be put out along with that? Because honestly, I don't see anything that could even be thought about putting out outside outside with a new model apart from,
1: Breath of the Wild 2. I mean I feel like they've got to put out something and like E3 rumors already and leaks are already they're already out there. Um so you know like for example there was the um uh somebody had put out like a promotional image for like online tournaments that apparently that they'll have during E three. So it was Splatoon three. Um <coughs> God, I can't get rid of it. Uh, Splatoon 3 test fire uh, competition, uh, Smash, and then there was something else. Can't remember what the third was one was. Was that is. one of those pieces of paper?
0: Just like someone's like, oh, I've got the leaks. And someone just wrote them down and took no, a photo No, no, yeah. It
1: was from somebody that's like considered a pretty legitimate person to leak. So, yeah. and that's believable enough. But that's like sort of the only thing that's come out of any any leaking yet. Um. <laughs> But no, it is it is kind of difficult to determine. But I just don't think Pokemon's going to be enough for this year. So like with E yeah. three coming up, I think it's like but you know there's yeah. there's rumors about Nint- uh, Nintendo sort of continuing the Mario anniversary slightly. Uh, you know, putting out more product or whatever. But they killed him. <laughs> He's dead. He's dead. He can't put more out. Well, I don't know. That's- <laughs> You know, there's some things floating around about it anyway.
0: The Pokemon games definitely aren't enough this year. Like just for what they are, they're just like, just remakes of Diamond and Pearl, just sort of tile to tile in a, in a, in my opinion, a less favorable art style
1: than the original games. So I don't know. I mean, I think they're fine. It's just different, you know? I think people complain about them way more than they should. You know, like it is it is, it is kind of strange, yeah, but at the end of the day, you're getting a one-to-one remake. It's, it's whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, and then Zelda, Zelda's going to take up majority of E3, probably. Um, for obvious reasons, we didn't really see that happen for Mario with his 35th, but that's mainly because we're in a pandemic. So, mm, a bit unfortunate, but... We'll uh, we'll see what happens with Zelda if uh, that sort of happens there. I want to expect Breath of the Wild to be the uh, Breath of the Wild Two to be the game that pushes the next hardware. Oh, it has to be like without any shadow of a doubt. It's
0: also the game that needs it as well. That's probably the more important thing. Like I've, Breath of the Wild was fantastic to play in 2017 on the Switch, but there were areas like the Lost Woods and that where it's just like oh. Can't handle all this grass and trees, can you, and your poor Switch?
1: And fog, nah, yeah. No,
0: you can't handle that, Your poor little thing. And um, at, when we're talking about like uh, Horizon and uh, Days Gone coming to PC from PlayStation, like if Nintendo did the same thing
1: and brought, I'd be happy if they brought Zelda because I'm just like, it's the game that sort of just needs that extra just stability. That's why playing it modded on PC is kind of fun because you get to see it and then like it's absolute best. Mm. You know, you can see it at max frames per second with, like, no, you know, no drawback problems or what what have you. It's pretty good. Yeah. But um, I don't know. If they're, if they're doing hardware this year, Zelda has to be there. I don't think there's yeah. any sort of... Yeah. If Zelda's not this
0: year, they've got to hold back or just change the release date for the next Switch. Because it, it needs to be one and one Together, in a bundle even, just, you
1: know, chuck them together. But it, but it's even at that point too, like where, you know, the Nintendo Switch is sort of getting on with age now. Yeah. There's a lot of units selling and that's good, but, you know, you don't want to introduce a new model too late into its life. No, you don't want a Wii situation where people were well and
0: truly just over it. Mm. Like even Nintendo fans, even us, it was just like, all right, we're still turning it on for Smash but it's on the side all the time and it's got GameCube controllers in all four ports all the time. And that is is that—that is what we're using it for. But you don't want to get to that point. Like, I always thought like in 2010, the Wii U should have came out then just without the gamepad. Yeah. So yeah, even though the Switch is uh, really successful, like even Farakawa's gone on sort of record saying that um, they can't just rest by the laurels. They need to keep going, even though that they're uh, really successful. They can't just go,
1: "Oh, right, cool, we're good. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they can't do that. So it is sort of at that point now where, um, you know, that hardware is going to come out and Zelda has to be that thing that sells it, I think. Yeah.
0: And they they, they also um, said in their sort of latest financial report that they've got like a massive amount of unannounced software that will be coming out in the, like, the next 12 months or so. And so like, that's kind of hard to believe at the moment, just like we're in sort of like... Not a drought, but it's pretty quiet and going forward we got a Wii port and a new golf game from Camelot. It's like, okay. Mm, yeah. I mean, I'm going to enjoy the golf game and God forbid I might play a bit of Skyward Sword. I don't know. I
1: don't know, Bros. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of that way on the wayside with Skyward <laughs> Sword at the moment too. I haven't even picked up League's Awakening. Like, you know, that, that, that release skipped past me. I'm just like, all right, I'll pick it up at some point. Still haven't picked it up. So... You know, I'm I'm sort of like that with Scott Sort of like, do I really wanna Still eighty bucks? Do I really wanna put myself through that <laughs> again? Like yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Anyway, we'll keep talking about it as uh E three approaches and we'll have some like I guess speculation episodes and stuff like that. It's always a bit of fun to wonder what's gonna happen at Nintendo's directs.
1: Especially since we missed out last year. It's not gonna be as not gonna be as much of a speculation episode this year though, because we're just gonna be both shrugging, going, I don't know, fuck <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's a little bit like, like that this way where it's just like, oh, f- oh, I don't know. Jesus Christ, yeah. Like what happened? There was huge Nintendo boom for like the last few years and now all of a sudden it's just like yeah, because before it was like, oh, I really want Smash Brothers, and I would
0: love to see a new Zelda game, and oh, what if they uh, you know, do a Zelda HD collection and all this stuff? And we've kind of like got a lot of it now, like you know, Animal Crossing's here, we've got a Luigi's Mansion, Mario Kart, Smash Brothers, uh, a couple of Pokemon games, like you know, it's kind of they've kind of laid it all out for us, and even with another sequel to Splatoon, and we're sort of sort of pretty content. I'm very content. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not like, oh, where is my games? I'm like, I've got too many games, Nintendo. Stop selling them to me, you bastards. <laughs> Come on. Dead on. Let me breathe a bit, even though you did all last year,
1: and that didn't help me at all. Nope. no, Didn't nope. help anybody. No. I mean, we're always talking about the next game, but then we look at our backlogs and go, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it happens. It happens. It happens.
0: Mm. Yeah. All right, Bryce. Do you want to talk about anything else, or shall we end the show?
1: No, I think that's a good ending point. Yeah, you're gonna get 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 going to soccer at like six thirty, don't you? Yeah, about then. Yeah, so stretch my legs a bit, and I'll be off. Yeah, that's right, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Bryce, thank you very much for joining me. Of course. Thank you for organising the show. So it's true. Yes. (laughs) Thank
0: you. How was it, my friend? Was it you got yeah. got a few web pages up? Oh,
1: got it done in about five minutes. So I was just like, all right, yep, that's it. That's it. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. Because you just went on the one website. Well, yeah, no, I went I went on to a couple, but I'm just like, Vooks hasn't got a lot of updates, and like, my Nintendo does, and like, what else has updates? Not a lot. All right, I'll just pick a few from this. Cool. Buddy, on holidays, eh? Yeah, well, yeah can't always be up to date with the news that's just sort of how it is
0: yeah Monday was a public holiday here in Australia that's right Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know you're gonna think about these things it's sort of like all right so Bryce I thanked you and I'd like to thank everybody else for listening to the house of Mario episode 184 if you enjoy the show for goodness sakes Get on the Apple podcast and leave us a review. Oh, no, the five-star review. Yeah, the last couple of weeks we have had two Apple podcast reviews to talk about and, my God, if you guys make it a third, I'll be very happy and I'll say thank you very much
1: Yay. for the
0: third Apple podcast review. But if that does not happen, I'll be like, oh, oh. I might <laughs> not, not even I might not even release an episode, Bryce, oh. until we get a third Apple podcast review. And that's sad. So keep that in mind, everyone.
1: Oh, guys, please.
0: Get please. on your Apple device. You have an Apple device. Please and if you it. don't, well, I don't know, go to the Apple store he's, and write it.
1: Me hostage, please. <laughs> no, you please stay there, but mate. He, the only time he lets me out of the cage is when he wants to record an episode.
0: Yeah, so you can follow me at iDruby. You can follow Bryce at iVRevan. You can follow the show at the House of Mario on Twitter. We don't really go on anything else. Facebook's for. Old people at this point, isn't it, Bryce? Oh,
1: and we gave up on Facebook the
0: moment we started it, to be honest. Yeah, no, Facebook sucks. It's apparently us. Yeah. Um, so, and there's a very nice invite for you guys to join our Discord community in the show notes. Go and check it out. Join us and talk about all things Nintendo and yeah. video games. And even if you've got family issues, just let us all know what's going on.
1: Jesus, <laughs> man. <laughs> Disclaimer: We are not qualified uh, therapists. All right? No, 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 no. Don't, don't do that. Just, I uh, hope you're all going well.
0: And you've got no family issues. Jesus, man. Ah, oh. dear fucking Lord. Ah. Oh. Uh, so, Bryce, you got a Nintendo jukebox? I'm trying to find the link here now, mate. It's down the bottom. Down the bottom. Down the
1: bottom of the message. Yeah, 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 let's slide it up. So, Bryce, what is it? I, I got no idea. Let it, me know. It was. It is the only thing they fear is you, and it is from the Doom Eternal OST. Ooh. Mainly because I just felt like listening to Doom this week. I don't know what it is. I just had like this metal inkling. Yeah, right. Well, that's a bit exciting. So,
0: everyone enjoy that. There's a link to it in the show notes if you want to go and check it out. And until next week, the doors to the house of Mario are closed. I'll catch you later. Ciao. What was that, Bryce? Bryce, are you trying to say something, mate? I can't hear you. No? Oh, see you, mate. Fuck you.